Steve Gretsch here with a different drummer, and I got a really neat promise here. It's it um it says it's called He Sets a Guard Over My Mouth. And interestingly, in Psalm 141:3, the Bible says, Set a guard over my mouth, Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips. I, I love doing word studies, and I just like to point out what the I love pointing out what the Lord does and what it says and it says that he sets and um, which basically means he marks it well he makes a mark and um, my old teacher Monty used to always talk about when something was very important very much memorable and we needed to remember what he was saying he said he would always say mark it well mark it well this is something to remember the Lord sets a guard over our over my mouth and then he guards my mouth it's a watchful thing he's watching and I, I love that because it it can only mean that he's he's involved he's involved in our lives as we study his word and delight in his word um, we need to hold our tongue as that time and and sometimes you, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about you just feel like saying something and and you and it's like you don't say it and you feel like it but you don't and but he also he watches he keeps watch over the door of my lips and he basically it just means he keeps and um, so the Lord is watching he marks it well he's involved in our lives and he's keeping it, it I, I just love that he he the, the king of the universe is keeping watch and he it's hit uh, we are his and and his word is his, and it's important to him. Obviously, I need to hold my tongue. And in Proverbs, Proverbs ten nineteen says, "Sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues." I sometimes, sometimes, am, I'm sitting there talking, uh, maybe with a friend, and you kind of tell, you can kind of tell when you lose them, and you just kind of, I'm sitting there, kind of talking on and on, and. They kind of glaze over in their eyes and it's like, uh-oh, I think I need to stop talking or ask them a question or something. Um, so it's it's time for me to stop talking. But it it's the Lord guards that. He watches it and he marks it well. We are his spokesman. And Jeremiah 15, 19 says, Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. What an honor, what a joy, what a privilege to be a spokesman for the Lord. And, and, and then even the wicked know, they know that, that we're speaking the, the, the words, you know, the, the, as, we, as we talk about the Lord and we proclaim the excellencies of Christ and we're, we're talking about Scripture. And Psalm 141.6 says, their rulers will be thrown down from the cliffs, and the wicked will learn that my words were well spoken. And I'm thinking that, um, um, you know, I should have looked that up a little closer. I think that, I think that's referring to the words of the, uh, I'm not sure if that was David, but the words were well spoken. The words are, are, uh, are, are important, and I think I'm going to move on from there, but I, we, we know that even the wicked know that that the words and the that we speak, whether we're uh, speaking the word of God, we're teaching the word, whether in we're using the scripture, 
It's um, Those are well-spoken words, and they're worthy words, not worthless words. And then, um, I love this in Ezekiel. He says, to eat these words, then go. Then he said to me, Son of man, eat this scroll I am giving you, and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth. Then he said to me, Son of man, go now to the people of Israel and speak my words to them. We utter these words of the Lord he's, he's, um, he's given us, and these are the words that the Bible say. He doesn't speak to us audibly anymore. So we delight in his we delight in his words. He's given us his word. And we we utter these words. We can repeat them. We hide them in our heart. We delight in them. And our words are worth become worthy and not worthless. Even the wicked will know then that these words that we that are spoken are, are well spoken. He gives us he gives us what to say. Mark thirteen eleven says, Whenever you are whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, which hopefully isn't too often, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say what is given to you at the time. For it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Um, again, I, I, love to, I love to ponder about uh, delighting in God's word and, um, and just reading it daily. And these words are valuable. They're so valuable. In Psalm 1-2 it says, But those whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night I look up the word meditate, and it's not its not what uh, some people call meditate. It's different for the believer, and it's basically to ponder, uh, to ponder what is what is being said. And my old teacher, Monty, Monty, would say, you know, when we're in the Word, and he would say, wherever our mind tends to wander, he thought, he said, that was meditating. And I think there's some truth to that, that um, if our mind wanders towards Scripture, that's that's kind of biblical Christian meditating as we spend time in delight there. It, amazingly, he makes the Lord makes his appeal through his people. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf to be re reconciled to God. The words that we speak as ambassadors are are important. They're worthy words, not worthless words. Our part is in Psalm 46.10. And he says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. We know that the Lord will be exalted. It's a done deal. He will bring glory to himself. Isn't that cool? And then they will think, you know, sometimes when uh, if we're quiet, the Lord says, they're going to think that you're wise. In Proverbs 17.28 says, even fools are thought wise if they keep silent, any discerning if they and discerning if they hold their tongues. So uh, I can learn from this, and just uh, maybe it's time. At times, we, I believe the Lord, you know, maybe prompts us, and and um, He helps us to understand that eh, that maybe um, I, I don't know why that there are times where you just feel like you should hold your tongue, and and even the fools are going to say. They're going to think that you're wise. It's a wonderful thing. It's it's not something I uh, can claim any any uh, pr practicing to. I just believe it's a work of God. It has to be. And being led by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is, a, is a leading us. And as we spend time in his word, 
He fills my mouth. I love this verse, and I'm going to end with this in Job 8, 20-21 says, Surely God does not reject one who is blameless or strengthen the hands of evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. A wonderful promise that he will fill our mouth with laughter and our mouths are being our mouths are being guarded and he sets them, he marks it well. He's watching and he's involved. It's a beautiful, beautiful promise. So I hope that you um, are having a great day and we will talk to you soon. Take care.